What is up, my dudes? Uh, welcome to another episode of Damn, does this bitch ever put things out when she says that she's going to? No. Um, I kind of have a good excuse for the part two of my ooky spooky Halloween extravaganza being delayed. Um, my cat was actually shot this week and had a broken leg, so my priority was obviously getting him in. He had surgery. It went, it went really well, but now he's at home wearing a cone and confined in a cage, and he has, like, a soft wrap cast, and it's just a really stressful, um, situation to be going through, honestly, and, like, that just kind of took up the, you know, majority of my time and, like, a brain ability to focus on things where I just, like, I don't know, I just didn't really feel like celebrating Halloween or, like, doing anything while that was going on, but he's gonna be fine, he's alive, he's gonna be okay, hail Skittles, um, I have no idea who did it, and I don't think that I'll ever know, but tell me, I I mean, believe me, I wish that I did know, because I was about ready to bust down, like, every single door in my neighborhood and be like, do you know who shot my cat? Like, seriously, I was a mess when the vet showed me. But, um, today I just want to share three of my personal stories with you guys. I don't want to, you know, give out all of my personal stories, because I'd like this to be kind of like a running thing. Maybe like once a month I'll share like some personal stuff that's happened to me. So today I'm gonna share one um murder story, one ghost story, and then one sort of like high strangeness slash cryptid story. All right, let's buckle up and let's get down into some personal paranormal stories. All right, for my first story, I think I'm gonna tell my ghost story. So I used to hang out with this group of people who would have house parties in this house that used to be a brothel way back in the day. And my only ghost experiences have been limited to this house. So that is sort of part of what's made me not necessarily a believer, but become more open-minded to the idea that there's more out there than science can explain right now, I guess is like a good way. I drink wine and I'm having like a wine burp. I'm only like two glasses in, so... Whatever, it's a chill episode, once again. I love that I just call all my drunk episodes chill episodes as, like, a write-off, as, like, no criticism, constructive criticism not wanted. Sorry, I've been spending a lot of time on Reddit on the makeup forums, forums, subreddits. Wow. I am a middle-aged woman masquerading (laughs) as a millennial. Anyways, so I'd go to house parties there, and I just remember one night, well, okay, so I'll lead up with little things would happen at first like I'd be having a conversation with my friend who lived there and like a light would flicker and like the rest of the party would still be going on but we'd kind of have a moment where we'd look at each other and have that like did you see that too type of like look in each other's eyes or like sometimes we'd mention it but um for the most part we just sort of like wrote it off like oh whatever old house weird house you know (laughs) whatever the party's gotta go because no one wants to be the party's gotta keep on going no one wants to be the person at the party who's like a ghost you know Um, so I was there one night and I slept there because obviously I drank. So I was up in my friend's bedroom upstairs and I was in his bed and I think he was sleeping on the couch and he got up to pee and he was being really loud like drunk people do and it woke me up and I just remember while he was gone, this big shadowy figure, it was like a really tall man and I could tell that he was wearing like a hat. It wasn't like a fedora. It wasn't like a cowboy hat. It sort of reminded me of like an Indiana Jones hat. And like 
vague, fuzzy, dustery shape, but also at the same time, this thing was, like, so shapeless and blurry and weird. It looked like it was having a hard time, like, fitting into our reality. It was the weirdest fucking thing, and it came in, and it stood near, um, we had, like, a phone plugged in and playing music. It was fucking Chet Faker's Talk is Cheap. I could not listen to that song anymore because it just, like, reminds me of this too much. And it came in, and it just stopped, and it stayed there, and I was just laying laying in this bed with my eyes on this thing, just looking at it, just like, oh my god. But it wasn't like sleep paralysis, because I've had that before. I could still move, because I remember grabbing the blanket around me. Like, I totally- if if it was a horror movie, I would have been a dead bitch, because I just did everything wrong. But what can you do against a ghost? Nothing! And so, it stood there for a minute, and I could just feel this, like, mad energy just vibing off of it. And then it just sort of, like, whooshed out the door- And then I hear the toilet flush and my friend comes back in and I was like, hey, did you happen to stand near the music all creepy? And he was like, no, I was taking a piss the entire time. And I'm immediately like, who else is in the house who's awake right now? And we like do a sweep of the house and there was only like two other people there. They were downstairs and they were sleeping and like they wouldn't have done that. You know what I mean? It was just such a freaky experience. And it was one of the, it was my first like real ghost sighting. And it's the thing that like, made me get more into, like, paranormal and, like, questioning things and, like, I don't know, I just think that that's, like, a really cool story when, like, you're a skeptic but you're, like, forced to believe. It's like, ugh, uh, I have goosebumps from that right now. (laughs) And then at that same house, yeah, I went back. Well, after that point, I refused to go upstairs by myself anymore. Like, if I had to go to the bathroom upstairs because someone was in the downstairs one and I really, really had to go, I would make someone go with me and walk me up the stairs and, like, wait outside the bathroom for me, and I would speed pee. Like, I'm. this is so embarrassing to even admit, but, like, I was that freaked out. And so I was there, and it was, like, just, like, the beginning, like, warming up hours of a party, so I'd had, like, a beer, maybe, like, a beer and a half. We're all, like, standing around and talking, and we're in, um, the old bar room of the brothel, and the bar's still there, so, like, we, we used it, you know, because why not? Why not? And, um... So there's a door that's pretty close to the bar in the bathroom, and then there's one on the same wall, but it's, like, way further down on the opposite side of the room, and that opens up to, like, an entry room slash, like, other living room. And so we're standing there, and both of them were open, and we're standing there talking, and uh, one of the doors closes, and I'm, like, immediately freaked because of what happened to me, you know, not too recently at that house. And I'm freaked out. Everyone's roasting me, you know, making fun of me because I'm scared. And, you know, we just kind of laugh about it, talk about it, kind of like share some of the stuff that went on and then like, you know, kind of make fun of them and like antagonize them a little bit. And I'm like, guys, stop. You're making me uncomfortable. I don't like this. And as soon as we stop talking about it and change the subject to something else, the door on the other far side of the room, but on the same side of the as this door closes and I'm immediately like guys what the like I can't do this anymore like I'm so uncomfortable I want to I want to go my friends are like no 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 no, stay it must have been the wind and I was like no 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 no. the wind the first door okay yeah the second one that doesn't make any sense and then right when I like said that the light that was on in the in the uh, living room turns off and I'm like what the fuck and we hear footsteps overhead and we do a head count and we check and everyone who went to the party was in that room, huddled up in that corner near that bar while this is all happening. And then I was like, I'm leaving. 
text me in the morning if you guys are still alive, but I'm not staying here to be pushed down a flight of stairs by a ghost, have a knife fly up into the air and stab me. You know, I don't want any sort of paranormal-related death. Nope, no thanks. Check, please. Tapping out here. And so, yeah. Uh, I went there less and less, but I would see things... uh, uh, That's part of the reason I stopped going there. There's obviously more reasons, but... uh, I would just see shit out of the corner of my eye. I always felt like I was being watched. It made me super uncomfortable. I don't know. There's something about that house slash piece of property where I've never experienced stuff like this anywhere else but there. And I swear, I'm like, can we call in Ghost Adventures and get Zach Bagans in to just yell at these ghosts for me? Oh, I don't know. I'm fully goof- like goosebumped and creeped out. So I hope that that kind of gave you guys some chills too. Alright, I think for this one, we'll do murder. So, I'm a woman of simple pleasures. Oh god, wine burp? Yes? No? Nope? Heartburn? Indigestion? Nausea? Isn't that a Pepto-Bismol ad? I don't know. Um, not sponsored. (laughs) But if you want to, hey, Pepto-Bismol, if you want to give a girl sponsorship, hook it up. I got a bad gut. Um, anyway, so I'm a woman of simple pleasures. I like to wake up, I like to make a cup of coffee on days that I don't work. Well, on days that I work, I especially like coffee, but grab my coffee, go out to my car, throw on whatever music I'm feeling that day, and drive loops around my town. Because why? I live out in the middle of nowhere, and I really enjoy nature and just quiet time and driving and, you know, stuff in general. So it must have been a few years ago, around this time of year, I think, late summer or, like, into early fall... I was driving out towards Capitol Forest because, you know, it's beautiful out there and I was like, get some nature time from the inside of my car. So I'm driving and right when you get in a, or usually I take a turn that's right before Capitol Forest and for some reason that day I was like, no, I bet this one road up off of Capitol Forest will be, I'm not trying to like out where I live, so, um, I bet it will be really pretty this time of year so I'll drive up a little bit further and take that. And I noticed a car that was parked near one of the signs that welcomes you into Capitol Forest. And it was just, like, an odd time of day. It was a weird place for the car to be parked. And, like, I noticed that they didn't have, like, a bike. Like, it wasn't, like, a mountain biker or anything. And, like, I didn't notice anyone around it. And I didn't see anyone with, like, a dog. Because I know a lot of people, like, walk their dogs out there. And it just kind of stuck out to me as odd. So I just kind of made, like, a mental note of it. It's just, like, that was weird. But, you know, I just kept driving on and so I got home uh later that day and I was scrolling through Facebook and I saw a headline that was like body found shot in Capitol Forest execution style and I'm like oh shit like oh shit like a close to home brutal murder that's not fucking good but the picture that they used with it was the sign that I had driven past earlier that day with that car park there and my stomach just fell I was like oh no and like I can't remember what kind of car it was now I think it was like a light colored van I want to say or like light colored SUV but like I really can't even remember but I remembered at the time so I emailed in a tip and it was just a really sad case because it ended up being it took him like three days to identify the the, uh, victim's body and he ended up being some 18 year old kid who was involved in like a BDSM slave relationship with these two older men And they were also running, like, a property and identity theft ring. And he wanted out, so he was basically going to narc on them. So they took him out there, and they lured him into the woods, and they shot him. And basically, that means that I drove past that either while it was happening, 
or while they were still there packing up, getting ready to go. And that was just, like, too close to home and also just so fucking sad. Just such a sad, like, story. And he was- the victim was from out of state, so it was just sort of, like, it was sad that there was no one really, like, local to, like, mourn for him. And it always just stuck out to me as, like, really sad because he was so young and that's just such an awful death to have. Sorry, that one was kind of a bummer. That's why I'm having my, uh, high strangeness one wrap up the episode so we don't end on a bummer note this time around. (laughs) Alright, time for some high strangeness. Probably one of the weirdest things that has ever happened to me in my life, but it's corroborated? Is that a word? I feel like it is. That is a college word that I'm throwing in there. It's corroborated by a witness who happens to be my dad. So we were driving back on a road, backcountry road, from West Olympia, and we'd gone to, I don't know, maybe get, like, an oil change in my car, or, like, have lunch, or I don't know, something. And he was driving, and I was in the passenger seat. (sighs) So, we're going through this twisty, you know, windy road, and we come around a corner, and there's a bicyclist, or cyclist, stopped on the side of the road, looking at something in the road. And we look, and I shit you not, there's a gigantic snake slithering across the road. This thing took up, like, the width of the road, but we're just silent. We're just silent, and we drive past, and we go down the road a little bit further, and I went, did you see that? And my dad said, big snake? And I just went, yeah. And we have talked about it so many times since that day. We have been, like, tried to rationalize it, being like, oh, maybe it was just, like, a tar line on the road from, you know, when they fixed it, but it's, like, No, we both saw it and it was moving. And the cyclist saw it. He was stopped. He was looking at it. And it makes me sad because obviously the most logical explanation is that someone just dumped their pet snake when it got too big. But also at the same time, what if that thing is still out there roaming the woods that close to my house? I don't know. But I think about it whenever I drive that road and it was the weirdest thing to ever come across because I've come across loose horses, cows, sheep... Never the star of Anaconda on a backcountry 50 mile per hour road just making its way downtown, slithering fast. You know, I, I wish I, I wish I knew who the cyclist was so I could like interview him about that day and be like, what happened after we drove past? Did like, did you call it in? Did you report the snake? Did you catch it? Like, I just, I have so many questions and they'll never be answered. And I think about that probably on a weekly basis. Thank you for listening to my super late episode of Pacific North Weird's Ooky Spooky Halloween special. Um, I hope for those of us that are still in a spooky mood, I mean, I am year-round, this was nice. And uh, for those of us who have moved on to Thanksgiving and Christmas already, uh, you suck and you're not as cool as us. Sorry, it's uh, just the truth. If you want to follow me on Instagram, it's at TristaJean. And on Facebook, it's the Pacific North Weird podcast. If you want to give that a like... I post a lot of updates on there, some, like, uh, pictures that go around with the episodes, around, that go along with the episodes. Um, thank you for listening, and, uh, definitely give those a follow and stay tuned and vote in, like, polls for some, uh, topics that are coming up next. Thank you. Bye!